Hi, and welcome to today's broadcast. It's our fourth day, day four of the lockdown, lockdown version 2.0 in 2020. And we're looking at our Proverbs Challenge, a 30 days Proverbs Challenge, which today is day number four, and we're looking at Proverbs chapter four. Very quickly, we're going to, as it's our pattern, dive deep into God's word, reading verses of scripture that stand out from that chapter of Proverbs, and we can do this over music, or share a thought, or a story, or some background take on what we feel the scripture is about. It's unscripted, but it's what our take on scripture, making it relevant in our day and age. It's 2020, and they say hindsight is always 2020. Okay, we dive in. By the way, I'm your host, Olan Adifion, and I'm the host of the Worship Cafe Audio Podcast, and today it's not the podcast, which is word and seeing how relevant this is for everyday living. God bless you as you tag along and if you haven't already done this, please click the like and subscribe button so you get notified and click that bell yeah, so you get notified when a, a new episode is out, which in this period, every day. Alright, so we dive in very quickly. Proverbs chapter 4, and I'm reading from the New King James Version of the Bible. Listen, my sons, to a father's discipline. And pay attention so that you may gain understanding. For I am giving you good instruction. Don't abandon my teaching. When I was a son with my father, yet tender and precious to my mother, he taught me and said, Your heart must hold on to my words. Keep my commands and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. And don't forget to turn away from the words of Verse 5. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Don't forget or turn away from the words of my mouth. Don't abandon wisdom, for she will watch over you. Love her, for she will guard you. Wisdom is supreme, so get wisdom. And whatever else you get, get understanding. I love the way that the author of Proverbs, which we all suspect was Solomon, puts pro, uh, wisdom in a class of our own. You know, wisdom is this thing to be desired, just like a beautiful bride in a class of her own. She's gately, she is radiant, she is beautiful, she is precious, she is scarce. You know, when something is unavailable in large quantities, it's scarce. That's why they say diamonds are forever, because diamonds by nature are scarce you don't find diamonds lying everywhere even though they say you find a diamond in a rough it's you know several thousands of kilometers or meters down the, you know, underneath the earth under certain conditions that are inaccessible to the average joe you know so you find diamonds in diamond mines which are you know several kilometers or meters down in the earth so they're precious because of that nature they dazzle they've got rare characteristics and so he likens wisdom to something that's that scarce and then he personifies wisdom so wisdom is you know they say common wisdom oh common sense common sense but common sense isn't actually common and it says here i'm giving you a good instruction don't abandon my teaching you know when i was a son with my father and tender and precious to my mother my father taught me and said 
Your heart must hold on to my words and you must keep my commands so that you will live. We live in a generation now that's fast turning away from old truths and old methods and old teachings and we're adopting newer things that have not been really thought through, newer approaches to things that have not really been processed or tested or time tested and so we think that the conventional wisdom that we have today because we're turning away from the old things are wisdom in themselves. While they might be wise in the short term and may give us a, a little leverage, what we find that it's something that's especially not time tested uh, has a, you know, can open us to potentially new problems when we when we uh, when we go with them in time we realize that oh, oh hold on this new way of doing things is perhaps not as wholesome as we once thought you know the bible was very clear when it says spoil the rod and uh, spare the rod and spoil the child yeah but then i'm sure it wasn't talking of a context where the rod was the only thing that's applied in the form of discipline and then discipline has to be two-pronged you know discipline and love have to go hand in hand and love is not just oh i love you i give you everything i never criticize you never tell you anything is wrong i'm just gonna just tell you you're good even though you're, you're doing something wrong i'm just gonna tell you it's well with you don't worry just just say it's all good baby no you cannot do anything wrong you got no bad bone in your body no and the other flip side is also wrong it's say oh I'm going to cane you every time you do something wrong. I'm going to beat you or, or scold you, tell you off and never find a balance for this. You know, and the problem is that you can do either extreme and end up with a, a broken child, with a broken relationship, with, with a skewed result. So the, the, the real trick there is the balance. You know, when the, the psalmist said, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That's, that's, that's an inkling into how he saw God, thy rod, which is the correction and the letter of the law and the forcefulness of justice and thy staff which is the comfort which is the release you know which is the setting apart of you know the mercy which says okay have mercy instead of judgment you know that is the balance that loving caring but also just balance in the nature of god which has been expressed through wisdom and it says don't abandon wisdom for she will watch over you really like she will watch over me i think it's a man's world like you know the man's supposed to be strong he's supposed to stand his guard but it's saying like wisdom she will watch over you so i don't care how macho you think you are if you don't have wisdom you're open you're wide open so she will watch over you now don't it says love her and she will guard you i see a problem Many of us think that we love ourselves, but perhaps loving ourselves is not the goal of life. He says, love wisdom. Okay, you love yourself, that's good. But if you love wisdom, wisdom will teach you how to love yourself and keep you safe in the process. What do you reckon? And then in verse 7, it says, wisdom is supreme. Supreme means above all. So get wisdom and whatever else you get, get understanding so let's break it down here now we're talking about wisdom and talking about understanding it suggests to me that there's either two levels of wisdom or two separate things so get wisdom and get understanding now we're living in the midst of an information age so there's an information overload like everything you see around us is tied to some information technology some it gadget even the super high wave of i say something now anybody anywhere on the planet who's got access to the link can see that thing instantly i can be live broadcasting this right now and anybody on the globe 
six point something billion people can't see it if I was popular or trending or popping but if it was relevant in some way and it was you know cutting edge potentially anybody can see it right that's the information age we're living in an information age but information is not power from my understanding here of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7 it says wisdom is supreme not information but wisdom and the aspect of wisdom that comes with information is not even knowledge but understanding so when you sit in class if you sit online trying to read up on something and watch a tutorial and follow up and learn new things that's information you're getting okay but if you stop at the level of information you're still not going to make much of it then information with practice becomes knowledge so I know that when you flip the switch it's gonna put on the light bulb in the room and then there'll be illumination there'll be bright lights great but how does it work behind the scenes there are wires there's conduits there's all of that going on there's access and a connection to the wider grid for power supply great so that becomes somehow working knowledge so I know that if the flip the, the switch is flipped but then the bulb is faulty there might still not be power or might still not be light in the room so then I do everything I can to make sure that I'm matching my information uh, with some action that produces a body of knowledge so I know that every time I do this and the bulb is in position there will always be light okay good but then wisdom knowledge and understanding is like I know exactly how this works and I can repeat it every time not only that I can also teach others how to repeat it and in this day and age where people can't go out everyone's stuck indoors trying to learn something new guess where they're going they're going online to find people who can teach others how to do stuff so in this time if you can cook and not only can you cook you can repeat what you do every time so that the results are the same you know it's not like oh, it was good on friday and it's not so good on sunday you know so it's good all the time then you can repeat it by teaching others now you have an understanding of the subject matter and you can share your understanding with everybody and then get paid for it okay so wisdom is supreme wisdom is the principal thing therefore get wisdom in all that getting get understanding whatsoever else you get cars houses lands whatever get understanding cherish her and she will exalt you now if you embrace her she will honor you now she will place a garland of grace on your head and she'll give you a crown of beauty a crown of beauty a garland of grace all these things expresses the beauty and joys that you know uh, wisdom getting wisdom can give to us okay verse 10 listen my son and accept my words and you will live many years I definitely want to live long yeah but it's saying follow the instruction of your father and you will live long this is that easy honor your father and your mother so that your days may be long on earth it's the first commandment with a promise honor your father and your mother so your days may be long on earth listen my son accept my words and you will live many years verse 11 i am teaching you the way of wisdom i am guiding you on straight paths on straight paths now let me explain this um i know that we live in a world where for the most part if you live in the developed parts of the world there are roads already made so you don't have to think about it from getting from point a to b there are established places you want to get to you want to get on the subway to get where you're going or get on the bus route bus 8, 85 86 
295-347 whatever bus number bus route or you live in a part of the world where they just call the bus names and the conductor just decides where he's going I ain't get road yeah I was like by London everybody's just like you know just the bus stops change depending on the driver's mood you know if you live in a part of the world where things are very fluid you still need a sense of direction in terms of where you want to go and a concept of how to know you've arrived where you're going right but because we live in a place where the roads are already established the concept of teaching you a straight path might seem foreign to us so imagine you're living in a very wide open field like you're living in a place where you know it's like the suburbs and nothing is really developed and you want to go from a place from point a to b but you also want to find your way back you're going through the woods you need a straight path so that when you are not only just going through, you're going through safely and you're going through in the fastest possible way, not meandering unnecessarily and wasting time. So the concept of a straight path is don't go to the left or to the right unless you need to, unless it's actually in the line of your travel. And that's what wisdom is. In life as young people, we waste time trying this and trying that and trying this and trying that. And there's nothing wrong with experimenting. In fact, I'd, I'd prefer you experiment than do nothing at all and then grow up and be grumpy and looking back on life and wondering how I wish I did that. You know, but the truth is, if you can understand God's path for your life, you will go through on that straight path. You will go not meandering, you'd go straight towards the mark. You know, there's so many a life is wasted trying out stuff and then people even end up in pitholes and pitfalls that they never recover from. And that's what he's saying here in verse 11. I'm teaching you the way of wisdom. I'm guiding you on a straight path. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. Can you imagine? When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. When you run, you will not stumble. Why? Because the roads are already established. The roads are firm. The roads are, 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 are prescriptive. They're telling you how to get from A to B. And if you stay on the path, you will make it to the destination. How about that? Now hold on to instructions and don't let it go. Guard it, for it is your life. Don't set foot on the path of the wicked. And don't proceed into the way of the evil ones. Avoid it. Avoid it avoid it trying to be dramatic there and don't travel on it the way of the wicked now it's so subtle these days you know evil is good and good is evil i'll say that again evil is good and good is evil you know in those days when you when people did something and said that was bad that was that you knew it was bad but these days somebody does something really amazing you say man that guy was bad did you see that singer man she was bad now, bad is different from bad. Now, you have to look into and read between the lines to understand what the the, 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 the person who was speaking was saying, was trying to communicate, because when they said that person was bad, could mean that that person was actually good, which is confusing, right? When it says, turn away not from the past, the evil one, don't enter it. So, because there is a blurring of lines, you need wisdom to be able to decipher this is the path of life and this is not and i definitely need to stay clear of that hope it makes sense for they can sleep for they can't sleep that's verse 16 unless they have done what is evil and they are robbed of sleep 
unless they can make someone stumble have you ever met someone like that who's just so miserable in their life they want to make other people feel miserable too they're so hurt and so broken they're just looking for people to come along with them and to destroy and to to become i don't know what they could be this force of evil that's just making other people's lives miserable you know causing mischief from place to place bible says do not associate with these ones you know there's a proverb in your brother goes like you know that like if i can interpret it in the little with a little english that I, I that i know it says that the one who eats the forbidden frog yeah he's also looking for an accomplice yeah he's, not, he's just one his own excuse is going to be well i'm not the only one at least i'm not the only one you know eating the forbidden frog yeah or if it's what it is anyway those of you who speak Yoruba can understand that proverb so basically they're looking for people to say well i didn't do it alone yeah uh, you are you are culpable too, so don't stray into their path. Keep yourself clear from them. They will cause you to stumble. They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. Now the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, shining brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. The path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter onto a perfect day like onto midday like midday is like when the sun is over directly over your head it's like you know straight above you and it's shining down everything in the sun's path is illuminated at midday it's so clear so bright and so strong is the light that sometimes it's even hard to film in that light because it's just everything's overexposed you don't get that depth of feel and character you know because the light's just overcast sometimes even you have raccoon eyes and eye shadows because you're standing directly under the impact of the sun so it's so intense and that's how the bible describes the path of the righteous person it's just ever increasing in its intensity of light ever increasing in its beauty ever increasing in that openness that oneness that flow of god's light isn't that amazing you know so my son this is a wise saying that the path of the righteous is just like the light of dawn is shining always brighter until midday but the wicked in contrast the way of the wicked is like the darkest gloom they don't know what makes them stumble wow so here on the one part we've got the child of the light who's shining and ever increasing light the more of god's word he knows the more radiant his life becomes and here we have the person who's in the way of darkness who's just constantly in gloom and darkness and in gloom and they don't even understand why they stumble you know and well the absence of light is also an absence of vision an absence of clarity and that's why they stumble because they can't see where they're going and they're constantly looking to recruit people to come with them they're just tripping over themselves and falling in their own mischief carrying their own you know counsel headlong so it's just a clear distinction in my day and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that as you listen and follow through and apply these principles to your life that you can stay clear of the path of the evil evil one verse 19 but the way of the wicked is the darkest gloom as we've said and don't, they don't know what makes them stumble now verse 20 says my son pay attention to my words listen closely to my sayings don't let don't lose sight of them keep them within your heart keep them straight keep them straight keep them straight within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body wow my son pay attention to my words listen closely to my sayings that's my own interpretation they are like those who find them 
hell to all their flesh. They are alive to those who find them, and hell to all their flesh. Yeah. Well, I don't know much more to say to that because most of the problems we have in the world today are as a result of a departure from wisdom. And as a generation, I think we're heading full speed ahead towards that path where wisdom becomes nothing. And those who have it are looked at as the odd ones out. Just like the way we look at people who don't have social media accounts today as odd ones out. Like something must be wrong with you if you don't have a social media account. Really? It's like, are you on Facebook? Are you on Instagram? It's like, do you have a phone number? You don't have a phone number? You don't have an email address? You don't have a social media account? Like, seriously? But the older I get, the more I realize that you really need to do what everybody is doing to belong. You know, you could be seeing things differently. And you have a right to see things differently. Yeah? So pay attention to my word, God, upon your heart. For it will be life to those who find them, which includes you, and health to your flesh. Guard your heart above all else, for it is the source of life. Proverbs 4.23 Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Whether you win or you lose, it starts in your heart. Whether you make a decision or you don't, it starts in your heart. And your heart is talking about your mind, the seat of your reasoning, the place where you process, your central processing unit, CPU, yeah? The place where you string together information, understanding, and then produce a wise output. The time where you make decisions for your life, the direction in which you want to travel, who you say yes to, who you hang out with, where you work, where you live, the things that you do, what you invest in, what you invest your time in, how you relax, where to go, how to reward yourself. All of these things, the sum total of your living starts in the heart so guard it with all diligence what you feed your heart very important especially in these times of fake news and and exaggerated truths you need to be careful what's coming into you so that you don't bring in stuff that just perpetuates fear and then you know stifles your ability to imagine yourself outside of the box and to step out in faith it's very important proverbs 4 23 in fact if you don't remember anything we've done today just remember proverbs 4 23 guard your heart with all diligence out of it flows the issues of life and there's a very very relevant scripture that's very close in nomenclature to another scripture that i know in john 4 23 and it says that the father is seeking worshipers seeking out worshipers those who will worship him in spirit and truth for the father seeketh such the hour is now yeah hours now where the father is seeking worshipers those who worship him in spirit and in truth and the only way to be one of them is to guard your heart with all diligence because out of your heart flows the issues of life verse 24 don't let your mouth speak dishonestly and don't let your lips talk deviously let your eyes look forward fix your gaze straight ahead carefully consider the path for your feet and all your ways will be established wow what a promise carefully consider the path carefully plan the the walking of your feet and all your ways will be established don't turn to the right or to the left keep your feet away from evil don't turn to the path or to or, or, or to the right or to the left keep your feet away from evil that's a wholesome advice keep your feet away from evil keep more than your feet away from evil keep your hands keep your bodies keep your thoughts keep your mind away from evil you know 
whatever we think of, whatever's pure, whatever's godly, whatever's of good report, think on these things. Because when we do, we move closer to the light. And when we don't, we move farther and farther away from the light and into the gloom of darkness. Don't forget, I think it was John 1 that says, They that sat in darkness have seen the great light. And when light appeared, darkness could not comprehend it. Darkness was overwhelmed by the light. So we tend towards the light. And the way to the light is the way of wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. In all you're getting, get understanding. I know young people want to get everything. They want to get a great job. They want to get a good career. They want to get a good spouse. They want to get a good house, a mansion by the lake, drive the latest you know bigger car out there i don't know drive or wear the biggest brands and you know make a fashion statement be all that that's great you know but i've met people who have made all of that and if that is the reason why you live life once you've achieved all those things life begins to lose its meaning again because that's the that's one of the 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 i can't even call it awkward it's like one of the biggest ironies of life is when you don't have you crave having with so much intensity it's like everything around you says i'm gonna be successful because i'm gonna own this and own that i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna live here i'm gonna do this and do that and then when you gather all these things and done this and done that then you all of a sudden look back and life's boring take for instance what will people get for you as a birthday gift when you have everything warren buffett you know uh or what's his name i mean mention any of the the richest folk out there what do people buy them as birthday gifts when they can afford to buy anything that they wanted to life becomes really boring the options now all of a sudden start to reduce and then you think okay i do really want to put myself in a position where i can aspire for more i can i can you know be humbled to the point where I, I feel vulnerable again and then I have something to challenge me something to look forward to and then life begins to assume new levels of meaning so it's important for you and I to consider the wider picture in everything that we strive to do it's important to consider the wider picture the wisdom way okay it's been the worship cafe the 30 days proverbs challenge day four of the lockdown lockdown 2.0 here in england i don't know if you're in lockdown wherever you are all over the world but thank you for listening thank you for subscribing we've just gone through proverbs chapter four and tomorrow we'll be going chapter five and i'm hoping that this is useful for you if you're a young person if you're an older person perhaps this is a time for us to just revisit some of the things that we used to know and used to do and haven't so much read in recent times god bless you i hope to speak to you again tomorrow if you haven't already done so please like and subscribe to the channel we are multiple channels on instagram we're at oland for life you can look at my handle at oland for life if you're on youtube at oland for life too and please click the bell and subscribe button so you get notified when a new episode is out which is hopefully every day for the next 30 days god bless you i look forward to speaking to you soon bye bye and god bless